you guys. This is Danielle. Good morning. Yes, it's early in the wee wee hours. And um, as always, I'm up. I guess because my body been doing this for so long that um, I try, I strive to force myself to go to sleep. And I just, just a certain time, um, I get sleepy around maybe 8, 8 o'clock. Um, maybe seven, go to sleep and wake up. You know, now I wake up like maybe 12 at night and then be up and make myself go back to sleep. But then I'm up four o'clock, boom, bam, I'm up. Okay. And so, um, the past couple of days and please forgive me. Um, we had a Saints game on Sunday, but I really, really been pressing you guys. I've been doing work online and keep my mind focused and I'm like battling the spiritual warfare that I'm dealing with especially through my um, my financial warfare and uh, I had an opportunity to sit down with one of my clients which is a new customer um, that has acquired a good bit of property and stuff and so we we I'm doing some work for him, and I I did get paid earlier for it, which had took care of some bills. And then this consultation, I'm waiting for this payment to come in, and prayerfully he'll do that today. Lord have mercy, Jesus, I need that payment to go through today. But anyway, <laughs> um, so we we're just sitting there, and um, once I'm, you know consulting him with his new business structure and what we're going to be doing forward for the next two years. Praise the Lord for that. Um, in in return, uh, he was giving me some, some really good advice. However, it's always a flip side to it, you know, and like he was saying that Urban Management Group is a good well-building business and um he was not only encouraging me he was like um I guess not so many words saying that he was proud of what I'm doing and how I did it to say that I've built it on my own you know with the help of the spirit of God but um literally had to take time and do the research and um, get everything structured and now it's grown and it's all over the place. I'm condensing stuff myself, right? And so so he was just, you know, showing me and and just because I was asking him, I said next year, I want you to teach me about the real estate because he's good with his real estate. And uh, he said, oh yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm going to definitely do that. I heard you ask me about it. Last year, we're going to do that, you know. And I said, well, I'm keep saying it, and I'm recording it. And so when I write my notes, it'll be in the notes. <laughs> um, and so I just explained to him. Um, no, he asked me, he said, you know, he was like, Doc, what you think is the problem um, that a certain season happens it comes different ways but a certain season comes where your your finances just stop 
And I honestly told him, I said, well, it's around this season. It's around the fall season. And um, it literally don't stop. It it slows down because I have to pull out. I got to start pulling money out. My business to maintain the, the ministry. You know, and I feel that I have an obligation I thought I had an obligation to make sure that I continue to give so my harvest can continue to flow. And he was just listening. He said, well, yes. He said, but at the end all of it, does the ministry really kick back the harvest like it should when you sow in the seed? And I said, to be honest with you, no, it don't. And that's where the conversation come in between me and God, because something is not right there. It, it, I can go back and really look at the flow of Redeemed by the Blood Ministries, and I'm just sharing a conversation that we had. Um, that at least when the donations did came in, it did maintain the little minor stuff like the website. I was able to give to other ministries all of it are tied to it so it'd be able to maintain the overhead you know what I'm saying the headquarters and that's how we was able to move into the space right and um I, 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 the last couple of years it's really been struggling I have um the, the support have been coming in sporadically uh, even though people are always soliciting me to be a part of something and donate, and I have to pay pair receipts and invoices to show that I've made the donations, I've served, I've given, I pray, and I felt that I did ask God about it, just didn't up and do it because a person said, "Oh, we need this here, da 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 da," and um, I said, "Okay." And then I find myself, even though when we do a bargaining, like, okay, well, I'll do this service for you. And in return, can you do this for me? Well, I do 150%. And then when it should be returned back to me, it's like it's half done or it's not. um, It's like I don't get the full uh, benefit (laughs) of the bargaining that I offered. And so um, he heard me out. He said, well, at least you can pin up. I go to hiccups. Every time I'm talking truth, the hiccups come. Um, He said, but what you have here is so magnificent. He said, you should never be lack of funds just because of every management group. I say I know, and um, he said, uh, and that money sh- should be your well building money. You shouldn't have to go into it uh, to take care of other business structures. Every business structure should be able to stand for itself. Well, I do believe in that, and that's what was the purpose. And then he was sharing with me that my secular job 
should never come to the point that I have to subsidize to take care of the business or the ministry. The secular job should be just that for your personal, taking care of your personal needs. And I say, true that. I say, oh, that's easy said and done. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's not what's happening. <laughs> and so when I, look, when I thought about it overall... And I, I, I voice my opinion. I voice my concern. Uh, I have um, the proposals and the contracts. And um, we discussed some stuff. And um, when I thought about it, I said, yeah, all of that's true. I said, but you have your secular job. You won't be able to make your land purchases if you didn't have your secular job. You know, and he was like, well, half of that is true. He said, but I have majority of my money is in this pot. I say, you know, but if something happened to you today, God forbid, and your secular job, those funds are stopped flowing in, where would you go to get your money? So there was a pause there, you know, so... I, I I love to hear other people, you know, instruct or advise you to do certain stuff. It's easier said than done until you literally go through it. And I'm sure he went through different obstacles, right? Uh, but then it had to be a reflection on the very things that he said, right? And with that said, now it's like, okay, I see what you're saying. And that's why... We have to make sure that each entity maintains itself so you won't have to take from that entity to pay for that to make sure that one keep running and that one keep running. I say, well, yeah, you, you kind of got to start off like that when, you, when you're when doing it. So far, it's been working. It just so happened now that the dilemma that I am in now, um, it's a spiritual attack, spiritual warfare between black and white what's on paper and we can sit here and talk about it right but until it really comes to your front door and you experience it now I have a I have a better perception I have compassion before but now I have a better perception in compassion when somebody sit here and tell me A, B, C, D, F, G and you you can't discount what that person's saying and what they went through because it's a possibility that they had encountered all of that to where they are now. You can't just put them on the side. You know, and so I just want to share that part with you guys that I've I've I'm having a more uh, awareness on individuals that are are really um, dealing with uh, different issues in their life that no matter what step they're taking that they are following a proper protocol they're making the right phone calls uh, they're striving to do everything that they're supposed to do and in return 
when in faith because yeah if you have a faith of the mustard seed you should be able to move a mountain and it should be cast out right okay so what happens when that mountain is not moving you praying you fasting you seeking you're doing everything right and the mountain is still there what do you do when the mountain is still there How about that for a good title? A good subject to talk about. And so, um, I'm still breathing. <sighs> I'm still sending out emails. Uh, I'm still, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop giving. But I'm gonna use more wisdom. Um, What I I do have to do, instruction myself, uh, to make sure that I have the paperwork lined out. Okay, so we agree on that I'm going to do A, B, C, D, F, D. Okay, so now I need your signature. We need to sign these contracts right now. I need payment right now. Because I've noticed once we depart, and it shouldn't be like that even in business, because even in business, They'll say, oh, my secretary is going to sign the paperwork, sign it, and we'll do transfer. We'll be good to go. Okay, that's that's a good business sense, good good um, business integrity that people have. And one thing um, uh, somebody else was sharing with me, well, you got to let, you got to stop letting people just say they're going to pay you and do this. And you doing all the work and you don't get paid till later, then it causes your stuff to be late. And that'd be the very one <clears throat> that I gotta hunt down and pay. You know, they 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 mention and talk about stuff, but if you say, okay, no problem, doc, as soon as I get home, I write a check, I'm gonna put it in my I can go to the to to the bank in the morning and deposit for you, or we can do it A B C D F G. And now that you have your acquired accessories, and now I got even and, and then even with the half. Okay, you can't give me all of it right now. Give me half this week, and then we do the half next week. Hi, you guys. This is Danielle. I'm back again. Um, I was speaking earlier and the FaceTime interrupt me speaking. However, I believe I left off stating that when you speak to the mountain and it don't move, what to do? <laughs> and it caused me to go and literally hear that parable uh, pertaining to having a faith as the size of a mustard seed, right? That mustard seed, oh my gosh, it is so small that if you do not be careful, it will fall. It will fall, right? And it's just gone. That's how small it is. But with that, 
that seed, that mustard size seed. And the word states that if you have faith as the size of that seed, you can speak to the mountain and cast it into the sea, right? That means it's going to be gone. You just speak to it. Like right now, I see a tree. You know what I'm saying? Tree be gone. Now, my faith is there. I'm like thinking in a supernatural state that I'm seeing that tree gone. But when I open up my eyes, naturally, I'm looking at it. It's still there. And I could stand there and keep speaking to it and speaking to it and say, now, my faith say you're supposed to be gone. Whatever that mountain is, I'm supposed to speak to it and you should be gone. Why is you still standing here? And I can sit all day and speak to this tree. So what is what is the difference or the magnitude of our power in our words as Jesus had power in his words? Because it was two sides of him, right? The spirit side, the the heavenly rim side, right? The Superman side, that inner power that you can just snap your finger like Thanos and it just change. Then you have the natural side, that everything that we see, touch, hear, smell, is there right so how can you separate when you when you in it test yourself uh when you know god has allowed the enemy to come and bring habit in your life and you know you have the faith and you know you're being tested <laughs> and you know God gave him permission to do what he's doing. You got to know all of this also, right? For you not to be comfortable, but to continue to have the faith. So even though I'm still looking at this tree, now I got a young lady, she walking her dog, and the dog is walking around the tree. And I spoke to the tree, the tree, the tree is my mountain. It ain't going nowhere, y'all. It's still standing here. What do you do when it don't move? Well, the three components that I got out of it, because I, 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 you know I had the conversation with God. You know, I had the conversation with Daddy. What do you do? And the only thing I've really gotten the spirit from all of you guys wait upon him. Wait upon the Lord. Wait. Trust in the Lord in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, Daddy, I'm doing that. 
And he is answering my prayer. I'm not going to say he's not because I'm I'm getting clients. All right. I'm getting referrals. You know, you still got to sit there and go through the scenario, the consultation, um, just to bring, to do a proposal, to bring it to them, to see if they even accept it. And then once they accept it, you tell them your fee. Then you have to wait for them to come up with the money with the fee. So that's still a process. So while I'm still waiting and going through the process, the mountain ain't moving. It's still looking at me. The money is not flowing like it should. <laughs> I, st- I still have, like, a crunch time. Like, really, to be honest with you, by 6 o'clock today, by 6 o'clock today, y'all, I-, I need to have a certain amount of dollars to put in the bank. Oh, I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in some. Um, I'm gonna be in a situation like that commercial. The little boy used the bathroom, and um, I don't know if he accidentally uh, went on himself or he had that bleach. But I love how you say, "Ma, we have a situation." <laughs> I thought that was so cute. So I was like, Father in heaven, we have a situation. And one thing I do like about this apartment complex here, I know the guys and they just move out. So what they do, If somebody move out, they take out all the old appliances and they put new pl- appliances in. I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you guys. So the the three things really that I see that you have to do while you're waiting or in a situation <laughs> or in a testing trial. Number one, you have to know where it's coming from. After you have sit there and analyzed every avenue and you done went through every scenario and you didn't repent and try to identify anything that you did to cause it to happen, whatever, and then after that, when you say, wait a minute, no, you got to think about, excuse me, you got to think about the story of Job and not so much Job going through it, why he went through it. It's all different factors that people can pre... Excuse me. Do I tell y'all every time I'm bringing the word? Nah, I'm burping. I haven't even eaten breakfast yet. I just had some coffee. Satan himself went up. Because he couldn't get through the Job. He couldn't get through the Job no kind of way. So he had to go and get permission from God. And, and, and Father God say, well... You know what? Go ahead and do your thing. But you can't touch your soul. And I think I spoke about it earlier. That we think about our soul. That he can't touch our soul to take us to hell. But remember, your soul is comprised of three areas. Mind, body, and spirit. That's your... The will, the emotion... So when we hear about 
soul. Your soul is your realm. The first main thing is the mind. And that's what he goes after. That's the battlefield right there. It's the mind. The mindset. Some things that I know I had to fight. I had to fight for, for the things that the enemy is throwing at me. For my mental and emotional state. You know, using different people to say certain things or whatever. That's a that's a a mindful dagger. You know, that's being thrown at you. And so if you were to look at it, that's what Daddy Guy is saying. Go ahead, you can do what you want. Touch whatever you need, but you can't touch their soul. That means their mind, will, and emotions. You can't touch that. You can't have that. That belongs to me. So now that I know that it belongs to God, I have to make sure I don't give it to the enemy. Whoa. See, and that's where the good fight of faith come in at. Second, you have to have an end game with the enemy. What's your end game? Why is he attacking you? What area is he attacking you? Did you really sit there and identify? Say, I had to sit here and identify what's, what's going on with this, even though on black and white, it's a battle between the job and the workman compensation, the doctor. Yeah, but at the end of the day, all of it, what's what's the real battle? Right? Okay, we're inside. You cut your head. And cut off this air, it's cold. Yeah, what's what's the real battle? That, that's where the acknowledgement coming at. And um, I know I had to acknowledge some things that I've been letting go on that have caused havoc with my finances. And I have to be more assertive. Not just the agreement with the paperwork, but the agreement to receive the payment. COD like cash on delivery right then and there. And thirdly, what is the mental state? What is the uh, how they say don't grow weary doing good? Because you're gonna you're gonna reap what you sow. God is not mad. It may take a while, but God is not mad. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. Danielle, you're going to sow what you reap. So don't faint. You see? And so when you speak to that mountain and it ain't moving, you got to keep moving. Some kind of way. Now nah, I've been dragging them, them, but I keep moving. I keep moving. I'm not going to just, you know, it's, it, it's try, it tries to hold on and pull you, but then you got to have your own persistent and be resilient. And say, I'm coming out this thing. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I didn't put it out there. Uh, can't not even able to call, so I'm, I'm able to <laughs> send posts because I got to do the Wi-Fi. 
reaching out to people and people and it's just no response. I'm like, whoa, okay, that's something else. The Father revealing. I'm like, whoa, this is this is serious, Lord. <laughs> Nobody not responding. I mean, they had like three people responded. Wow. So, so with that, that just shows you, you have to make sure that you are so in tune with Father God that when situations like this happens and you find yourself on this, this, this island of solitude, and that's a good thing because if you listen to the stories of Jesus, he always stilled the way. He left. Once he did what he had to do, he went by himself. And you didn't hear no more until the disciples was looking for him. See, the, the, the disciples who got, you know. And I can understand their point of view because you you got a person that say, okay, follow me. So we following you and then all of a sudden you disappearing. Who does that? <laughs> See, I look at stuff different. When I read the Bible, I read it and then I'm looking at stuff a whole nother way, you know. And so they were looking for him, like, okay, so where did Jesus, where, where, where the teacher went? He just left? He just left us out here? So they were looking for him when they looked, when every time they found him, he was still the way, praying. He probably just was talking, talking to Daddy God, like, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> you see these folks, these folks acting the fool. <laughs> Start all over again. <laughs> I'm sure Jesus had some conversations. What the fuck? Matter of fact, I don't even believe that Jesus had to act. I think I believe that Jesus was doing more interceding with the Holy Spirit for us than God. Cause see, God really see God is like Thanos. He loves us, you know. He he know we have an enemy. But some things, some stuff that's going on, you know, Father God, like, he better snap his fingers and say, look, we can do this all over again. He didn't did it once before. But he also believed in his protocols. He already done set stuff in motion, right? If this happened, this is how long this is going to go on. And um, now things are speeding up so fast, right? I mean, things are speeding up so fast in life. And and this individual are not just paying attention, man. (laughs) It's like, whoa. So I just want to leave y'all with that because I was cut off. And... shine a little light for somebody else that might be facing some some really tough times. I mean, really tough times, you know. And you really feel like you you just been left behind. Like, God don't hear you. He hears us and sees us. No. It's, it's a timetable. It's we have all kind of mechanisms in place that's that's fighting against you, you know, 
and um, you know, evil people, people that's being used by evil influences. Things on black and white. That's why I encourage people. Try to, you know, write this stuff down. You can fuss with your words, yeah, you know, but you have to go to that next level. And uh, I'm so glad I always try to get a copy of everything that I need. And uh, I believe God's going to reveal a miracle for me today. And I'm praying that the same favor and the same miracle that Daddy God uh, revealed to me today that you'll get it. Oh, and something else I did learn, I did learn, because I remember when I moved here, the Lord said, this is how you're going to operate for whatever I give you to do and say, right? And I said, okay. And some things that had happened were just, it was so fast and swift. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then I went open my mouth. talked about this working conversation thing to somebody and it might have not been the right person to do it with and then all of a sudden all the all the havoc began and so I'm, I'm still learning some things I just need to keep my mouth closed because in the words of T.J. Jakes People love to see you struggling. Now, they see potential, but they love to see you struggle. And as soon as they see a glimpse of you be successful in whatever it is, they'll come in and try to block you, word, curse you, whatever you want to call it. And just some things, you just, most of the things, most of the, the, the advances that we encounter it's going to always be through somebody else, but you got to do it quietly, you know, and then boom. You know, boom factor is here. It's like, whoa, how, how they did that, you know? And so I just want to leave y'all with this quote from Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates had this quote on here. And, uh, and somebody was asking them how they became so successful and why they give so much. And uh, they were just sharing how they don't know. They just started one little, one little support venture and it just spread it. And she stated that, remember also that you are indebted to life until you help some less fortunate person just as you was helped. Um, she stated that um, the foundation together was created to meet with other grantees and partners to help further their goal in improving equality in the world. And if you are successful, it is because somewhere, sometime, someone gave you a life-changing idea or supported your idea and geared you in the right direction and that's where you are today 
And she was also saying that you remember those who was there to help you. And I believe that's one of the key factors that a lot of individuals struggle with. And, um... Struggle with it that so much to the point where they will... Depends on the degree of support. Get this person help in this area, but oh, this person did so much. We got to make sure that this person, it's like, well, no, it's about the same because you still got help. You still got support. So one person support is not worth more than the other person support. You kind of get what I'm saying? I believe that's what she was saying. And that's what I'm taking light on point. So, that's all I want to share on that. What if the mountain don't move? (laughs) And see that tree? It's still sticking out there. It's still standing out there. That tree ain't going nowhere. Only way that tree gonna move is somebody get a chainsaw or lumberjack go over there and cut that tree down. Now, it'll dry up. I just, I can curse it and dry it up. But it really, it really don't have no effect on me because it's on that side. It's not in my way. Mm-mm. I believe that that scripture really means if something that's supposed to be there when I need it and it's not there, then you speak to it, you know, for it to be moved or produced what it needs to produce. And uh, that's my um, perception on that scripture. Okay? So I will chat with you guys later. I'm really waiting for these maintenance people to come and do this wall because the air conditioning unit had water and this was water everywhere till it turned the walls. They had to open up the baseboard, uh, spray it, and first get the water suction and suction water out. It had to dry out. Then they had to spray it, you know, bleach it so no mildew won't flow, right? And now they gotta come and uh, put the flow back down in the bathroom part. And the baseboard, they have to repaint all of that or whatever. So that's what I'm here waiting for. So while I'm sitting here, I said, well, let me go talk to my family. I ain't talked to my family in a while. And let y'all know I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, uh, this is what this is all about. This is part of my world here. This is what Dr. D is dealing with today. And I'm uh, supposed to be preparing to go on my trip for tomorrow. I'm not even packed. But then I heard that the I-10 was shut down. They sent the alert that they're leaving two hours earlier. And I'm not even ready. I'm not even prepared. So I I may not even go, y'all. Because y'all know me. I like to have my, my coins stacked. Um, just some things that just like to be done. 
when I go and travel, and I'm not at peace. I'm not at peace to leave and know that I have some things, some unfinished stuff that I need to do, especially financially for my house, you know? So we'll see. We're going to believe and receive. And this afternoon, I'll be able to know what I need to do when I get off this telephone from this hearing. So I'm going to let y'all go. I guess I'll go fix me something to eat. Fix some breakfast. And I will holler at you guys later. What to do if the mountain don't move? Hey, what we say? Find out first. What's the three things I mentioned? First, identify. Identify the attack. Identify. Yeah, identify the attack. You know, that's the strategy. Identify the attack. So I know this is coming from the father because of the different series of events right behind each other. So I already know that dad has given the enemy permission. Number two, I had to acknowledge some stuff. And then number three, I'm just in the waiting period. While I'm waiting, I'm still preparing. I'm still doing what I need to do. So just make sure that... that and that's just only a little bit. It's much, much more that you can add to it. But right now, where I am at and where a lot of other individuals may be trying to figure out why the attack is so strong and the test is so tedious and it just... Wow, this... Ooh, this... Lord have mercy. That's all you can say. Lord have mercy. <laughs> all right? Okay, y'all. Much love to you guys. God bless you. Thank you all for everything. We're going to see what's going to happen this weekend. Uh, I'm going to strive to make sure I have the live recordings for the football game. I sure missed it this week. I didn't think about it until I got up in the wee wee hours. I said, oh, man, I forgot to record because I get a lot of listening audience when I do the live recordings when I, you know, like the football games or when I'm traveling. And uh, please forgive me, you guys. I forgot to do that. But I'm going to do it. I'm I'm going to get it done for you. Okay? All right, y'all. Later. Okay, you guys, this is Danielle Hall. So everybody's doing this midday beautiful, beautiful afternoon. Um, one of the guys didn't show up to start doing the towels on the floor. And they were supposed to be here since this morning, which is ridiculous. But I'm really calling to really um, have a complaint and uh, the complaint is to you wives out there, the wives that are married to men that have vision, have goals and dreams that they are reaching to obtain them 
and you're not helping them. And then when they hire somebody like me, which I don't want your husband, I'm trying to make a living to build my business. You cop blocking them, you want to find out why they got to pay this, why they got to pay that, and you're really causing a problem. And, and the very thing that I discussed <laughs> with the young man on Sunday that I was telling y'all about this morning, right? And everything be straight. And he always said, well, why is the problem but you get paid when you're supposed to get paid? I said that the problem comes in is when the husband wives want to jump in there and want to ask all these questions and delay the payment. And sometimes I don't even get paid. And so he said, oh, no, nah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Well, you guys, I was supposed to have my payment yesterday in the bank, right? Took the information and everything. Called today. No response, no response. Just got a response maybe an hour ago. Ain't gonna tell me that his wife's saying this and that and I was like, well, hold up, hold up, wait, wait, wait. First of all, we was there. Your wife was there. She did hear about you building a business. She she do know about your property. So I'm trying to find out what's the problem now. I've done a lot of work, a lot of research. The proposals and stuff is in the email. She can look at all of that. The price that I charge is half the price. Really, one-third of the price. I'm cutting my leg off. All right? And so I have obligations that I had to meet today. And I'm just, like, fabricated about the whole issue. And so I'm like, you wives out there, you need to stop it. If you don't want your... First of all, I don't want your husband. To be honest with you, I don't even want to look at a man right now. not saying I'm going to get no woman, so don't even go and start that trend. Because, you know, people take stuff the wrong way. But uh, right now, I'm just trying to build my company, man. I'm trying to build my company. And it's always the same thing. Well, my wife don't want to help me in. You know, and she don't believe in me to do this, and I'm trying to just da 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 da. And then um, they pay other people to do certain stuff, and they don't get it done. Then I come along and I spread everything out, have it all organized, tell them what I can do, yada yada, give you my my um, proposal. Um, that business assessment, I always have a, f- a free 30-minute business assessment. Sometimes it go a little further, but I'm going to stop that. I'm going to start charging. I'm going to char- start charging even for the assessment. Because you know what? This is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. And I have things I have to take care of. Now, I'm sitting here like a, a sitting duck, you know, because now you got to explain to your wife. And I hope she's listening to this program. And many other wives that are out there, if you don't want your husband to hire another woman or hire someone to help him go to the next level in his life to get his business and stuff organized, well, help the man out. Get there and do the books. Find the checks. Keep the stuff in order. Do the filing for him. Be that wife that helped make that God called you to be 
for your husband anyway. That's it. Because it's not fair to individuals such as myself that come along and got to go through all this ABCDFG just to get paid. And then I didn't even ask for my full amount. I said, give me half. Then I got to get an email stating that, well, it sounds like you got a problem with my, she just want to ask. No, I don't have a problem. Your wife's supposed to ask you, but from what you was telling me three days ago, and matter of fact, right there in the house with her there, she don't want to help. And she even said it. She said, well, that's why you're paying her. I don't have to do nothing. Er? So... It's something else Dr. D got to go through, and I'm telling you, you guys, it's a fight. It's, this is really, really, you know, this is, I'm like, this is just crazy. This is just crazy. I'm like, really? Wow. Oh, but when that income tax check come for that business, oh, yeah, I know she's going to be right there. Oh, so how much you going to break me off so I can go shopping? Oh, yeah, they're going to be right there. And y'all men, I just don't understand uh, the men that having all these issues. It's like the women that dog y'all out, that don't support you or whatever. Oh, you give them the world. You give them the world. But a woman like myself... That's upright, standing righteous for God, trying to do what best there to be a, a blessing to an individual to help their business grow, even to be a sister, a brother to walls. It's just like the good women get with the crazy men and the crazy, uh, the good men get with crazy women. I just, I, I, I don't, I'm trying to understand this whole mechanism. And, I, and this has been a fight, too, all my life. I can literally say that. I don't, I don't dress inappropriate. You know, I dress professionally and modest. I don't dress seductive or anything. I'm going straight in my business. Matter of fact, I go in there and naked truth to make sure, look, hey. And I tell them up front. Sweetheart, I can tell you right now, you don't have to never have a problem with me trying to mess with your man because I'm straight business. I don't have time for a man right now. I don't even want to look at one. I would like to have my own husband. It would be nice to have me a partner because he ain't going to have to do, he ain't going to have to do without. Trust me. Well, trust the God in me. So I'm just... You know, I have bills I have to pay y'all and, and it's it's just it just I don't know what's going on here. It's just crazy. I got this hearing. I got this hearing coming up. 
in about another hour and so. So I'm just praying that that that's that'll open up a door for me, and then finally close this case and go ahead and release my money for unemployment, where I can get something. The working compensation, that's that's crazy. Yeah, you get hurt. You get hurt on their job, and they don't even want to pay you. Cause now you done lost work trying to go to the doctor or whatever, and now they don't even want to pay you. It is wild. This system is just wild. It's it's wild, and I've really been self healed myself by me being off my feet, you know. And um, it's still like it. Like, if I sit too long, it'll swell, so I got to elevate it. If I walk too long, sometimes it, it swells. But most of all, the pain, not like the middle of the night, like th- this morning, kind of jumped up out my sleep or whatever. But I think that's probably just nerves and just stress, just, just trying to get some stuff together. I think that's what's happening. But mainly... Um, um, like right now, I just I got up to walk, you know, walk around from the desk inside because I was sitting. So it's like I have to elevate. I sit down for a while, you know, I guess for like an hour or two, and I got to get back up. I got to walk around, stretch my legs, you know what I'm saying? And then once I stand up for so long, then I, you know, just elevate it back and forth. I can't stay in that position for too long. Just put it like that without um, any pain or anything coming up. And that's the only reason why I wanted a second opinion. They're making a big old big old thing about it, a second opinion. Believe me, if I had my extra money, I would have been to another doctor. I would have seen my own little doctor and everything. So... That's what I'm really, like, fussing about. I'm like, this is just unbelievable. I'm just, like... And then, I always shake my head. I shake my head and say, see, I proved my case. I proved my case. I got to deal with this for business. I got to deal with this with ministries, the pastor wives. I got to deal... It's just, Lord, have mercy. And like Jake was saying the other day, T.J. Jakes was preaching about... When um, they don't like you when you don't have nothing, Lord have mercy. When you do get at a certain state, well, how they going to treat you then? What they going to say about you then? Right? Well, I need to go ahead and put these clothes in there. Try it for my daughter. Ooh. You know. Um... It's just unbelievable. It really is. It's unbelievable. It just, it's just crazy. And I'm really, I'm really like shaking my head. Like, wow, woman, you have stuff laid out. You in a debt-free home. You riding a debt-free car. You got everything debt-free. Anything that you need is there. Why is you trying to stop? Not only. Cop blocking 
your husband from from helping you and your children, but you see another sister in business for herself trying to make it for herself, why would you even try to cock block that after you done met her, you see what she can do? What, what is the problem there? What is the problem there? I mean, I could tell you what the problem is. But you guys out there, if you're married, guess what? Be there for each other. Wives, and if it's not your skill or whatever, then support that husband. Support him and don't cock block what he's trying to do because you're really clocking, blocking the person who's doing the service if you interfering with the money side. You know? Uh, you don't want to help Bill to get the money, but you don't want the money to get paid out. Well, what you think? That this little money here is going to shortchange you from getting your nails done and your hair done? And I'm I'm just here trying to pay my bills. I don't even get hair done and nails done and all of that. It's just it's just wrong. It's just wrong. You know, but I gotta let people have their have happy home and this is my program, so I guess I can voice this opinion. This is for any kind of industry. I see this all the time. I see this all the time. And we have to get the, a different mindset on how we treat each other and respect each other in, in, in business, and in ministry, in, in the workplace. It's just certain things we need to start doing to elevate and motivate and encourage each other and stop being clock blockers and crab mentalities and, and trying to prevent somebody else to go to the next level. And that's what this is all about. You know, that's what this is all about. And I'm laughing because I'll say, that's the first time I said, I said, yeah, you saying all that? Nah. You talking all that stuff? Nah, but I guarantee you. Uh, nah, nah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Because see, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's what? One day, two day, three days. Three days then pass by. Three days. If you went on and did, well, uh, you could have put it on a credit card. You could have did it right there while it was in, in the restaurant. You know. So. It's not, it's not like Dr. D is not doing what she can do. I'm doing my part, but in the name of Jesus, this is the other stuff that's happening, and it's just unbelievable. And so now it's <laughs> it's at the hands of the Lord, and I, I, I'm trusting in that to really do something for this evening. I need that miracle on this hearing today, you know, that they'll see, hey, they'll see where this company to really mess me around. And uh, I'm sending out another email to the HR. They ain't responding back. I'm looking online. Um, I saw another position they could transfer me in, but trying to find out where is that downtown where I can get to it now. That that just what's happening. So I'm I'm out. I will 
chat with you guys out there later, and that's where I'm at, and I just, I just had to release that, and I don't even know, I don't like, I don't like that to go out of town with stuff undone. If stuff is not done properly where I can go and enjoy myself without having any other worries, I don't go nowhere. And so, uh, this is where I'm at. Yeah. This is where I'm at.
of seeking perfection may be progress, and yet the byproduct so many times in our lives is that we can often, in our quest for perfection, fill our minds with ways that it could be better when not realizing that some of the best things in our life come through not the things that we asked or prayed for, but the things that we are currently working through. The challenge for the author of Hebrews is that he's writing to a group of Christians whose lives are getting worse. They have accepted Jesus as the Messiah, and that caused all of their Jewish counterparts to think that they were crazy, that they had absolutely lost their minds to follow the teachings of a carpenter who was cru crucified on a Roman cross. And so now this group of Christians in Rome is being written to to encourage, don't go back. And just look at somebody next to you because they've been tempted lately, tell them don't go back. Don't go back. That's the temptation. Don't go back. Don't go back to the old way of doing it because this way is better. And the Christians in Rome who are about to face severe persecution from Nero, this for anybody who's going through anything right now, it might not be Nero persecuting you, but it can just be the unfamiliar territory of trying to learn to live by grace and faith when you are constantly being tempted to live by logic and calculation and what is fair, the temptation to control when God is calling you to surrender, and there is a temptation to go back to the old way, and he's telling them, don't go back. Jesus is better. He tells them that 13 times in the book of Hebrews. He uses this word that a perfectionist like me really likes. In the Greek, the word is kriton, and it means better. It's translated several different ways in English, superior, supreme, but mostly it's translated better. Better in quality, better in substance, better by comparison. Jesus is better. And he's better because he made a better covenant than the old covenant. A covenant is an oath. God didn't make an agreement with humanity. He made an agreement with his son. He knows that you have a hard time holding up your end of the bargain. So rather than make an agreement with your fickle faith, he made an agreement with his faithful son who was obedient even unto death, death on the cross. He did it better. He says that we have a better hope not the kind of hope that only works when things are going in your direction, but a kind of hope that is like an anchor for the soul, Hebrews says. It is a better hope because an anchor only works when it hits the bottom. There is a certain kind of hope that floats. And as long as everything on the surface is going good, you feel pretty good. And then there is a better hope. A, a cryptone hope, a hope that gets down to the bottom and it doesn't fully function and serve its intended purpose until it is at that bottom place. If you've bottomed out in your emotions, if you've bottomed out in your bank account, if your health has bottomed out, if you feel like the worst is happening to you, I want you to know that you have a better cryptone hope in Jesus because he's better. Somebody shout better. Better covenant, better hope, better promises. The Bible says that Jesus had a better ministry, not only a better ministry, but that his blood speaks a better word. So when condemnation rises up in your heart to tell you what you're not, remember for a moment who Jesus is 
And if he went into the Holy of Holies and shed not the blood of bulls and goats, but the blood of his very own perfect life for your sake, when a drop of his blood hit the mercy seat, it spoke over your life a future and a hope that is better. And it doesn't matter what has been because what's ahead is better. But I'm getting ahead of myself.